The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the available lines ahead of the college basketball tournament on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. everyone welcome to a special episode of the orange and black insider Bengals podcast we have a special guest part of our ongoing continuing nfl draft coverage brought to you by new era caps you can see if you're joining us live on the video i've got the draft hat courtesy of new era caps and we have a special guest brought to you by new era we'll get to him in just a second i am joined by a special guest co-host on the show james clayton who is joining us from london and he was instrumental in setting up this interview opportunity as well as some others. So we wanted to get him on. James, how are you doing, bud? I'm fantastic. Uh, pleasure to be here. It's yeah, kind of, it's great. Kind of surreal. I mean, I've been watching the show for you know the last two years. You guys talking about and evaluating draft prospects. And it feels just awesome to you know, be on and be active in the process. Yeah, well, I, I'm glad you you know you've taken on a producer role for the program, and it's been great. We've had a, a number of good guests and a number of high profile guests, thanks to you. And one of those high profile guests is joining us. He is from the University of North Carolina, Charlotte, defensive end Alex Highsmith, looking to enter the draft this week. A big week for him, Alex. How you doing? Doing great, doing great. Yeah, we appreciate the time. I know it's a uh, it's a weekend, and you've got a big week ahead. So we appreciate you taking the time to to chat about us. Just to kind of start off in general, I, I I just hope that you and your family are doing well during this this odd time around the world. So I I, I hope you're doing well. I I assume that you are, um, since you're on the precipice of such a big week, professionally speaking. Yes, sir, I'm doing good. Yeah, so you mentioned the workout situation, which is an interesting facet to this whole 
backdrop of the COVID situation, how how is kind of you know your work your pre-draft process? How has that been working out for you in terms of your your workouts? How you're engaging with teams? I know it's kind of been Zoom interviews and stuff like that, and you've had a few of those. I mean, how have you found that working out? Because that's not the norm <laughs> when it comes to the NFL draft. Yeah, uh, I, I just wanted to ask, because you've had a lot of video conferences, and I think you've met with all teams in the uh, in the league, and I wanted to ask, you know, it, with the video conferences, have you had any kind of recurring questions on positional versatility and how you feel you're going to transition into the NFL? with Alex Highsmith, the University of North Carolina Charlotte defensive lineman entering the draft this week and is looking to fulfill his professional dreams. Talking about your, your skill set, you know, and watching some of the film and, and looking at uh, some of the some of the tapes of especially this last year, I was very impressed by a lot of things and you have seemingly made a big, you know, a big jump as a productive football player over the last year, two years. 14 sacks last year. Um, some of the things that I saw on film, you, you set the edge pretty well in the run game. You chased down plays that were maybe, you know, at, at another tier of the defensive level, and you made some good plays there. Uh, 
you know, for those that may be unfamiliar with with your skill set, what what do you feel are some of your best assets as you are turning pro right now? I mean, I'll tell you, you know, some of my best assets, you know, I think it's my motor, my effort, you yeah. know, to be a good defensive player, to be productive, you know, you have to, that's something that you have to have, that's more that you have to have, you know, that's something that can't really be polished, it's something that uh, has to be instilled in you. I mean, I feel like that's just been instilled in me, you know, for my whole life playing football, you know, just make that extra play to get the ball. And so I said that that's something that, you know, um, good skill set of mine, and not only can that help your defense, but also special teams as well. You know, a lot of coaches have been talking to me, saying that I'll have a, 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 an important role in special teams. You know, that's something that I take pride in because I know how important special teams are, so I'm just ready to contribute on that and on defense you know, any way that I can. And also just on defense, you know, with my pass rushing ability, you know, I just I have, feel like I have a wide array of moves. I feel like I can uh, fix it up in, in, in different ways. I'm not someone who just has one move. Oh, yes, I do have a couple moves that, you know, I feel like I've my better ones that I go to most of the time, but you know, also have other ones that I can mix it up with and, and throw guys off with. So that's my best Yeah, I guess I wanted to ask you specifically about a game you played uh, against Clemson in your amazing senior year, uh, where you, I mean, it was your uh, first game against obviously Clemson, you know, being getting to the national championship. Uh, I want to ask you about going to Clemson and, I mean, I watched the game and you kind of, I mean, you took Jackson Common, who, if I remember rightly, was like a, you know, he was, I think, the top O-lineman in his recruiting class. And you beat him on a snap-by-snap basis and how it felt, you know, going away and, I mean, taking the game into your own hands. Um, no, it was, it was a great matchup on the team. You know, Jackson, you know, he's, he's such a great talent. You know, um, you know he's up like next year or wherever he comes out, he's probably going to be, one of the top top tackles to come out for sure. So, you know, it was, it was a you know really cool to just go against him and um, be able to play against that level of competition. You know, I thought he'd come. He definitely made me better. You know, just watching film after you know seeing things that I can work on and just be even better. Um, but you know, we, we really have a lot of mutual respect for each other. You know, and that's you know um, you know got it. Now, I know I'll see down the road in the NFL for sure because I know he'll play in that level for sure. So I've got nothing but respect for him. And it was just a you know great matchup. He's definitely one of the best tackles I played against um, in my college career. Talking with Alex Highsmith, the University of North Carolina Charlotte defensive lineman entering the draft this year. He is brought to us by New Era Caps. Happy to have him join us. He'll be joining us for another minute or so here. Uh, you know, for those who may be unfamiliar, you know, we talked a little bit about your skill set. And, um, you know, you may you may fit in 3-4 defensive schemes, some versatile-looking defensive schemes, maybe some special teams ability as well. I want I want to rewind a little bit. Alex, and, and talk about your ascension to becoming a pro football player. You know, you started as a walk-on at UNC Charlotte, and now, you know, you're looking at potentially having a, a high-profile role with an NFL team right away. You mentioned your motor and your drive. Is that kind of the really determining factor behind this great rise that you've had um, you know, you, you already had athletic background in baseball, et cetera. So I'm kind of curious, just because of your background, it's one of the cooler stories in the draft this year. I just kind of wanted to, to hear your thoughts and, and hear how you felt that that played out for you. You know, um, I'd say I can really attribute, you know, my, my success, you know, um, coming up you know, all these past four years and two things, really, you know, God's grace in my life. Um, my work ethic, you know, um, you know, for me, 
Yeah, I guess I've only got one more question for you, and it's about I think Charlotte as a, as a program didn't have any players drafted from I think the merger to uh, 2017, but since then it's produced starting caliber players in Nate Davis and uh, Larry Ogunjobi, and I just wanted to ask if either of them have reached out to you or you've reached out to them, especially Ogunjobi with you guys both being D-line. Big week ahead for you. Uh, we we wish the best for you. What do you, what do you got planned? Are you you know you mentioned you're hanging out with your parents, and obviously you know there's not really much a lot of people can do in terms of going places and stuff right now. Anyway, but uh, I mean it, plans this this week or your plans this week as you as you get set to take this huge leap into your professional journey here. excited for you man and i selfishly speaking i'd like to see you end up on the Bengals. i think you bring a skill set that uh would would really benefit the team they're looking for you know rotational pass help pass rush help immediately and obviously guys that 
can give some defensive versatility. I think they're looking to to be more versatile this year. So selfishly speaking, I'd like to see you end up on the on the Bengals. We will definitely be keeping tabs on where you end up this weekend. If it is the Bengals, we'd love to have you back on um, if the program if you're willing and able. But uh, regardless. We hope this week goes well for you. We wish a long, fruitful, healthy career for you. And we, we appreciate you making the time for us today. Of course. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. All right. That was Alex, the defensive lineman from University of North Carolina, Charlotte. Really cool guy. Seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders, James. And uh, my, my tip of the cap to you, my tip of the cap of the new era cap to you, Alex came to us courtesy not only of James Clayton, but of New Era Caps, who is a sponsor of the program. Seems like he's got a good head on the, on his shoulders, James, and a guy that um, it really, to me, he seems like he's he's continuing to develop, and he's an ascending guy. Um, you know, the, the, the talent started to kind of seem to be mined out over the past year or two. But it seems now that, you know, as he continues to learn nuances of the position, he gets settled in a specific scheme. He could be, I think, probably a pretty productive, at least rotational player initially for a team. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the truth in the stats and, you know, he came on as a walk on to a small program and finished as a redshirt senior who I think was third in sacks in the whole of college football. And obviously, if you can keep that exponential growth, then whoever gets him is going to get a, get a stud. And I think he's, you know, as well as the Bengals needing, you know, rotational edge rusher help, especially, you know, with Dunlap getting on. And I, I just think he's the character that someone like Zach Taylor would really go after in this draft, especially as he still continues to set. Yeah. You know, home. Yeah. Good, good character kid, high, high character kid from um, what, what reports have said. And, um, the interesting thing to me, James, you know, last year the Bengals dabbled a little bit with Sam Hubbard kind of doing different things. Yes, he rushed the passer often and was an edge player, set the edge, but he also dropped back in coverage a bit. This is where and, – and the Bengals have since in this offseason flirted – really since last offseason they flirted with rotational pass help, whether it was Shaq Barrett, whether it was, uh, you know, Chris Smith who ended up going to Carolina – um, they were talking with Derek Wolf. So they're looking for guys that can move around in different spots up front and get to the passer and, and do so regularly. This guy seems like he could be one of those guys, at least initially. You still got Dunlap. You still got Hubbard. But he's a guy that can move in there and maybe do a couple of things. He needs to learn some nuances and develop a little bit. But there's, you know, 4 7 um, A lot to like with this kid. High athleticism. High. It seems like high IQ. I like. I like this kid. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's a guy that can rush the passer very well. And as you were saying with them now liking moving Hubbard inside on third downs, I think Heisman's a guy that can come in week one and set the edge. Seems like a guy, uh, you know, if you're wondering where he may end up in the draft, um, James and I, as before we took the air, um, you know, he, he maybe seems like one of those mid-round project type of guys because, you know, he's got first-round type of tools, first-round athleticism, but, you know, the small school thing, um, you know, where where is he fitting specifically day one on your defense? Some of those questions may have him, you know, in those middle rounds, which is good because that's where you build your roster. That's where you build the depth on your team. I, I feel... You know, I, I saw a recent seven-round mock from Chad 
Reuter of NFL.com. Highsmith coincidentally went third round to the Ravens. Seems like a very Ravens-like player, you know, one of those hybrid type of guys. Um, so he had him as high as the third round going to the Baltimore Ravens there. Um, you know, I, I think maybe you're looking more around four, round five potentially, but you know, maybe you said it, James, before we took the air, teams are looking for pass rush help, even if it's rotational pass rush help at first, that's where this kid can, can help. And if he as a rookie and is still developing can come in as a rotational guy, get you five, six sacks right away in his rookie year in a non-starting role while helping out on special teams, that's a valuable player. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's there's a lot of nuance in scouting, but this is a guy that gets sacks and on the whole NFL teams like getting sacks. So yeah, I, I mean I think it was, you know, Ian Rappaport said that because of you know the situation we're in, you know, the media is getting it all wrong in terms of ranking players. So it's up in the air. I mean, I could definitely see him going, you know, day two and yeah, early day two. Yeah, he could. Well, we're going to get on out of here. Thanks to my special co-host and show producer, James Clayton, who is joining us from London. Thanks for setting up that interview for us. And I, I know you've got some more things that we won't, we won't say yet because we don't, we don't want to over-promise and under-deliver type of thing. And obviously, some of these draft prospects not only have a lot to go going on this week, but they also want they also want to see where they end up to see maybe what appearances and stuff they want to do. But potentially... You've, you have reached out to some some folks, and uh, some of these folks that the Bengals may draft could be coming on the program shortly after the draft. And uh, I thank you for your work. You know, I wanted to bring you on. Usually uh, we have a co-host, John Sheeran. I wanted to give him a day off on a, on a Sunday, but also I wanted to bring you on and thank you for your work. You've done a lot of stuff behind the scenes. And, uh, you know, since you coordinated this interview, I wanted to get you on the air. Yeah, no. Thanks. Thanks for letting me on. It's it's been awesome. I mean, I can, I wouldn't be able to book these guys unless I had you know your podcast. So, it's thank you. Well, I appreciate it. I know John appreciates it. I know Cincy Jungle appreciates it. Uh, you may see James' name also on the Cincy Jungle website this week. Uh, we, we're trying to maybe get him, uh, you know, some access to help us out with some writing because there is going to be a ton to talk about this week with the Cincinnati Bengals, a ton. And we will be doing it on this show. We will be doing it on CincyJungle.com and the other podcasts in the Cincy Jungle podcast channel, Matt Minix Chalk Talk, Orange is the New Black, as well as, sorry if I spit when I speak, by the, the two guys, Dr. Hoji Smoji and Daddy O'McDuke. So check out the entire slate of the podcast channel, including this one. Our thanks to Alex Highsmith, who was brought to us by New Era Caps. Go get your draft gear now. It's available online through NewEraCaps.com. It's available through Bengals.com and their pro shop, Fanatics, NFL.com. There's a whole bunch of different avenues, so go get your draft gear. It's pretty cool looking, sweet looking. You got the, the hoodie on one side, so um, get the draft gear as you can. Thanks to Alex Highsmith. Best wishes wishes to him. And James, thanks thanks again to you. Hope you have a good week coming up. It's going to be busy for all of us. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, as, as is everyone. <laughs> well, thanks again. And thanks, everybody, for joining us on this Sunday. Keep it to our podcast channel. We've got a lot of stuff just pumping out to you, including on the audio channel, the YouTube channel. Get the show how you can. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Megaphone, iHeartRadio, YouTube, CincyJungle.com. Appreciate all the support. We'll see you soon.